Welcome back to Sideline Exposure. I am your host, Mitchell Crossan, and Georgia are your national champions for the year 2022 college football playoff, which is the 2021 season. And the game just ended, so we're just going to give you a little bit of a, a post-game pod here. And you got to give credit where credit's due. You know, the Bulldogs were able to rattle off multiple touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I believe they're down by five with 10 minutes left to play. Stenson Bennett made a couple of really good throws down the stretch and just put Georgia in a position to win. And then from there, they just had to rely on their defense. Defense came up with stops consistently throughout the whole game. And to top it off, they had the pick six to end the game. So a great game from the Bulldogs, their first national championship in a very long time. And hats off to Kirby Smart. We haven't been Georgia's biggest supporter all year, and it's not that we didn't believe in them. We just didn't so much as buy into the hype with their defense. And their defense really showed, you know, their true colors tonight. Came to play and did that, you know, very, very well against Alabama. And now look, with that being said, Alabama, you know, they were out without John Mechie. Jamison Williams was down with a knee injury in the first half. So we were already questioning their skill players on offense. But we're not going to get into that too much right now. You know, Bryce Young had some really good throws. His receivers dropped some passes. But he was also under pressure constantly whenever he would drop back. And so credit to Georgia. Credit for finally getting over the hump. And look, we didn't think Georgia could get over the hump with a Stenson Bennett or a JT Daniels at quarterback. And we know they didn't get over the hump with Jake Fromm at quarterback. And so I'll tip the hat. I'll give credit where credit's due. I don't think Stenson Bennett played great, and at halftime you saw a lot of people calling for JT Daniels or asking for an update on his status at halftime. But point is, in the second half, you saw Georgia's offense come alive. They established the run game, which opened up the passing game. And look, they had some drives where it looked like Stenson Bennett was just throwing the ball up. And it worked, honestly, and it led to a couple touchdowns. And so it really seemed like Georgia was like, look, we have all this talent. We know that we have talent defensively, but even on offense as well. Let's lean on our talent. And that's what they did. So tip of the cap, hats off to Georgia, finally getting over the hump. Alabama, Nick Saban, they had a really good year, especially because this was their quote-unquote, not a rebuild year, but a reload year for them. They'll be back next year. They'll be fine. They got Bryce Young coming back. The other key players in the defense coming back. Will Anderson will be back. And they have all the talent in the world as well. So it'll be a great rematch next year to see what happens. But, man, imagine this Georgia team with an actual stud at quarterback. Like, what if they still had Justin Fields and not that he would still be here this year? But just imagine having this Georgia team, those athletes that they have right now, and having that that Justin Fields caliber type of quarterback it, it just it'd be it'd be a, you know maybe a start of a new mini dynasty I don't know but the point is Georgia finally got over the hump and you know we'll see if they can continue to build off this success because you know the SEC is pretty interesting now because of course you have Bama they're not going anywhere LSU is interesting with Brian Kelly we don't really know what that's going to be yet but you know we'll see what happens next year and once he starts getting some recru- recruiting classes underneath him and now you have Georgia. Georgia's always been good. Kirby Smart has done a great job and has been a great fit there. But now that they actually have a national championship, we can see what they can do. And we know that they recruit like crazy. They recruit 
like one of the best teams in the country already. And the fact that they have results in the field now is only going to help them grow. And so we can see what happens. Kind of a snooze fest in the first half, not going to lie, but the second half picked up a little bit and we were able to see some big plays. And it really seemed like Georgia just had that that different look in their eye tonight. We all know Bama and Nick Saban. They're, they're known for, you know, when you give Nick Saban time to prep for an opponent, especially a team that he knows very well. It's coached by one of his former assistants and probably friend and Kirby Smart. It usually doesn't turn out well for that team. But in this case, look, Georgia could say similar or say the same. When, look, these two teams just played less than 40 days ago. Georgia especially was exposed. We all saw that defensively. We know that their offense hasn't been that strong all year. And so they had the film and they knew what they needed to work on going into this game. And, I, you know, you look at that. If you're Georgia, you're looking at your matchup against Michigan. Obviously, you know that Michigan's a good team. Michigan's had a good year. But then you look at the other side of the equation. Like, well, we got Alabama and Cincinnati. And Cincinnati's also had a great year. But I don't think a lot of people were actually thinking Cincinnati was going to pull that off. So you had a feeling if you're Georgia that, you know what, if we get through Michigan, we're going to face Alabama. And we're going to have that rematch. And this time it's going to be for it all, not just for the conference championship game. And so we saw that different look in their eye, just even the pregame warmups. And, you know, I hate the phrase when coaches and analysts say they wanted it more. Like, I'm not going to say Georgia wanted it more than Alabama. I, I, I completely disagree with that statement. I Both teams wanted it equally. It's a national championship game. They're both coached by great coaches. And the team that lost, coached by Nick Saban, he's not going to let his team to not want it as much. But when you're Georgia and you were you had such a good season, and then just to get exposed like that, it just adds another element to you and just kind of lights a fire that if you're Alabama, you frankly didn't have. Alabama has struggled consistently throughout the year, and then they were able to put together a great game plan and pretty much wipe the floor with the Georgia defense in the SEC championship game. They then went on to cruise past Cincinnati, so they never really had that bad taste in their mouth that they needed to avenge and get rid of. That's what Georgia had, and I think that's why you saw them play with a different edge that they played with tonight. If you follow us on social media, on Twitter, at Silent Expose, and on Instagram, at Silent Exposure, you saw our, our picks before the game started. We actually took Alabama by seven. I didn't want to overthink it. I didn't want to bet against Nick Saban and Bryce Young. I thought that the way Will Anderson has been playing and when you give Nick Saban and that team time to prep, combined with the fact that I felt like Alabama had this mental advantage over Georgia, I thought it'd be a game, but I thought Alabama would prevail. And, you know, I'm actually glad to see Georgia come up with that win. And it it, it just adds a further element into the SEC and college football in general. And, you know, what it's there's something special about seeing one team dominate and have a dynasty, but you can get used to it. And to have other teams step up and get over a hump and just capitalize on the success that they've been having is great for Georgia and good for college football as well. Okay, so that is going to wrap up the 2021 college football season. 
So if you've been following the show and following the content that we've been putting out so far, thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of SE. And looking forward to the off season, we're actually very excited to where the show is going to go. And just a quick teaser into what that's going to be like every week. And we release episodes normally on Sundays. We're going to take a deep dive into one Power 5 program each week and just expose the specific details of that program and just what makes that program unique. And this is just something that you know I've wanted as a consumer. And so that's what we're going to provide to the college football fan base and some actual substance and detail and just stay away from generalities and surface level analysis but also you know the off season is long and for those of us that love college football this gives us consistent content and something for us to look forward to week after week as we creep towards the 2022 college football season which will be here before you know it so with that being said stay tuned for our first exposure off season episode to be released next sunday january 16th And as always, thank you for being part of the show. If you have a rating or or a review in you, we'd love to see that. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us at Sideline Exposure on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and then on Twitter, you can find us at Sideline Expose. Congratulations to Georgia for being the 2021 college football season national champions. And we look ahead to the offseason in 2022. Thanks for listening.